The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country and an all-around great guy. And you know that if you've heard the show before, if you're new to the show, hey, we're going to get to know Kelvin over the hour. and We're going to chat about all sorts of things when it connects your life and your money, that that pivot point between those two things, those where you think, well, maybe those are conflicting values, you know, the things that you need to do with your life and the amount of money that you have, but there's ways to make it work. And there's so many ways that you haven't even thought of that Kelvin can help you with. And that is why it's great to have a financial advisor like Kelvin, the money guy in your corner. You can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask. K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. It's called Ask Kelvin because you shouldn't ask Google when you've got a question, when you've got a money problem. You should ask Kelvin. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. You can click on the schedule a call link at the top of the page and you can pick a time and date of your choosing when you can chat with Kelvin about what's going on, what your plans are, where you happen to be, whether we're talking about retirement or what we're talking about today, which is buying a home. You can call him to 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Hold on to that number. So even if you're not going to call him this week, give him a call when you've got the time, when you're thinking about it, when you, you, you know, you realize, you know what, that stuff that they were talking about, that first time home buyer stuff that they talked about, it's now very relevant to me. And you can pick up the phone and you can call Kelvin at 416-457-7526. That's 416- Four five seven plan. Now, Kelvin, I've been chatting away here and I haven't even even introduced <laughs> you. How you doing, Kelvin? How's everything oh, going on Sunday morning? When you know, <laughs> I was wondering that. <laughs> How are you keeping? Good. Yeah, apparently I'm just hogging the microphone. That's uh, <laughs> that's what I'm that. doing here. That's okay. That's what you used to doing, so <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Everything's good. You know, it's crazy that uh, the year has been just flying by and uh, here we are almost uh we're almost Halloween and we I can't even believe I thought the summer just started you know then all of a sudden it was back to school and then you're looking down the barrel of Thanksgiving and then Halloween and uh, the stores are filled with all the candy and everything like that I already got my kids a Halloween costume which I just (laughs) we're we're just thinking well we got to get ahead of the rush we got to make sure we get our costumes and Spend yeah. entirely too much money on some uh, some kids' costumes that they'll wear <laughs> once, but uh, you know it's it's all part of the fun. It's all part of the excitement of uh, you know yeah. watching kids grow up. And now that we're in a home in a neighborhood, we can send them out trick or treating and right. take them. You know, you know, maybe only to three or four houses. The kids are only two yeah. years old, but you know, there it's it's an exciting time, and I think a lot of people can share in that that whether you're the one taking the kids out or the kids are showing up at your door maybe i'm ahead of myself on the halloween but that's what's on my mind but you know (laughs) what you you put yourself in a situation when when you move into a, a new neighborhood where you're part of a community and everything and you know, there's so many people who would love to be part of that. So many people who would yes. love to be part of owning a home and having a place. You know, when you, when you, when you own a home, you can dig a hole in the front lawn and you say, Hey, that's my hole. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's so hard. You know, there, the 
prices of, of homes are still high. They want to build all kinds of new homes. There's so many newcomers who were welcoming to the country, but not a lot of places to put them, not a lot of places for them to go and dig their own hole. Right. And yeah. it's a, it's a confusing gauntlet to run if you don't, you know, know all yeah, the no. tips and tricks about the, uh, about the, the, uh, financial game of buying a house. Well, you know, buying a house, uh, you know, can be daunting at, at any age, right? Um, you know, and, and I guess, but after years of massive upswings in housing and condominium prices, you know, many first-time homeowners may wonder if they'll ever be able to afford, you know, their own place. And you're hearing, and we're hearing more and more of that from clients. I'm hearing about, uh, you know, their kids are in their 30s and, uh, you know, will they ever be able to own a home like we did and so on and so forth. So, yeah, but there's lots of things um, out there that we didn't have when when we bought our first houses way back when. So the government has implemented some some rules and some good things, actually. They, they always say they do all these bad things, but they finally did some good things for us. Um, you know, younger Canadians, I guess, particularly millennials, are finding it harder to enter the housing market, right? Um, Stats Canada says that uh, home ownership for those people own uh, age 30, the 34 fell 52% in 2021. Wow. Right? Yeah. So I guess millennials are thinking they can't own a home. And uh, what do we do? And it becomes very daunting, like I say. Um, so today, building a meaningful down payment has become even more important for first time buyers. So to make things easier, to build a down payment, the federal government has in introduced a new type of registered account to help new housing uh, market entrants save a, a down payment. Um, and it's called, it's a long name, but you know how we abbreviate everything in our world. So it's, called <laughs> the, <laughs> it's the tax-free first home savings account. You want me to say it again? <laughs> no, please don't. That's a mouthful. That's a tax-free first home savings account. Yeah. So you got to remember that. Yeah. Okay, FHSA. Got it. Yeah, that's the that's the new word. First home saving heard account. About, it. Yeah, it was introduced this year, and many people haven't heard about it. Um, it. We know about the home buyer's plan, the old one, where you can take your money out of your RSP up to 35000 right. and use it towards a down payment on a home, and you don't have to pay it back. You know, two years after, you have to start paying it back, but you take the money out tax-free. So what has happened this year is Canadians age 18 to 71 who do not own a home and have not owned a home in the past four calendar years can contribute up to 8000 a year to the FHSA to a maximum of 40000 over the lifetime of the account, which is up to 15 years. So if it sounds confusing, you know, call me or call your advisor and we can go over it more and more in depth. So the FSHA combines, you know, elements of both the RSP and the TFSA. So similar to RSPs and TFSAs, you can carry forward unused contribution rooms from past years. Although it's limited to 8,000 cumulative with the FHSA. So, so I guess in other words, what I'm trying to say is you can deduct the 8,000 that you contribute every year, like an RSP and get the same tax deduction. So it's a really, really cool thing that they did. Um, but these accounts have to be open up 
by the end of December 31st. So people that are listening should open an account before the end of the year. Put a dollar into it if you, if you want to. Um, you know, so you don't lose the contribution room. Mm. It's, a, it's not as complicated as, as they made it seem in the newspaper. It's very simple. Open the account before the end of the year. Put your dollar to 8000 in and get a tax break. You know, I think that that's so interesting that they've come up with this because that's basically what my RRSP was, right? I used my RRSP knowing full well that I was going to empty it out when it came time to buy my first home. And that's exactly what I did. I used it as a first home buyer's account right. because the thing didn't exist at the time. And and you don't, and unlike that, you don't have to pay the uh, the FHSA back. So, oh, really? That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's what's cool about it. You can co- you can combine both of these if you have the money. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can combine both of them to give yourself a really nice uh, tax savings, right? So you know that's the way things are going. Is how do we save taxes on things that we do? Think about uh, think about students heading back to school this fall, right? Um, you know now they have a new option to stock money away um, if they have any excess. The, the TFSC used to be the way for kids, uh, yeah, kids, people going back to school and stuff to mm-hmm. save money because you got a nice tax break, right? But here you're going to get a tax break. And if you have a part-time job um, where you're working, now you have a contribution that you can carry forward for you to help you save taxes as well, right? So, you know, if you're a student, you know, your parents, or if parents listen, they have students, maybe open one up. So they don't lose the room for this year. Remember, it just started now this year, 2023. So, so and, it, and there's no publicity about it. Maybe by February when we get into RSP time and so on, maybe more advisors and stuff for newspaper ads will be talking about it. But then you already missed a year. Yeah, I think it's funny because I think a lot of people misunderstood it when it came out because I think, you know, I can own up to uh, assuming that it was the same as the RRSP. But mm-hmm. to know that you don't have the same restrictions at the end where you have to pay it back, yeah. that, that changes the game entirely. Yeah. So, so like I said, the contribution room starts accumulating from the day you open the account, not when you turn 18 as with a TFSA or when you start earning an income as with an RSP. So you're, already, it's already, you're way ahead of the game if you start it now, if you're young um, or old, I guess. Um, you can start putting money into there so when it comes to contributions the the tf the fhsa works like an rsp in that the tax that it's tax deductible so this means any amount you add to the account gets taken off your taxable income reducing your reducing your taxes right so contributions do not need to be deducted in the year the contribution is made so for example if you're a student and your income is less than $10,000, I mean, every Canadian can make up to 15, I think, um, you can you can carry forward that room indefinitely. So if funds, so, you know, if you're short of funds, you can transfer money from an RSP to tax-free. Um, and then maybe after the break, we'll talk about how do you, you know, some more features about the FHSA. Learning more about this FHSA, I'm all ears as I am discovering that I think I was wrong about it 
when it was initially launched. Stay tuned to Your Life, Your Money. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca or give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. A whole lot more for first-time home buyers and the people who love them here on Your Life, Your Money. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And thank you for making us part of your Sunday. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin the Money Guy. I am Chris Creston. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Or give him a call on the telephone machine, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And today we're talking about that first-time home buyer in your life. Is it you? Is it your kids? Well, there's a new way to help them save. And I got to tell you, I'm I'm quickly becoming a convert to this new plan that uh, the federal government put out. This FHSA. I <laughs> initially, I, it's a mouthful. I've already messed it up. <laughs> F, <laughs> FHSA. It's a weird abbreviation. It's like so many things in the financial world, but it'll all <laughs> soon it'll become part of your everyday conversation, at least Actually, uh, when yeah. you're talking about yeah. savings. You know, like the TFSA w- rolls off the tongue now, but when it first came out, it was just, it, it's, I heard people saying FSTA all the time. Like, what yeah. are you talking yeah. about? Can't you read? Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm the guy messing up FHSA. But um, I initially talked to a lot of people when this thing came out who were in the real estate business and they were saying, oh, it's nothing. It's just like an RRSP. You already have the RRSP. Mm-hmm. So there is an, it's the same thing with a new name and it's different, right, right Kelvin? It, yeah, it's different. It's, it's uh, like you say, I think in five years from now, when we look back, like, and you, and you didn't open up one this day in 2023, you'll say, oh my God, I wish, I wish I did. So, so these things, uh, when they first came out, was very confusing and people thought it's, it's like the home buyers. Um, you couldn't use it together. Could we? Could what do we do? So people didn't know. So you could use it in conjunction with the home buyers plan, right? But uh, unlike the home buyers plan, you'll never have to repay the amount over the following year, over those following years, right? So it's possible to use both FS8, FHSA and the HPB, the home buyers plan on the same home that you purchased. That was one of the misleading things that we didn't know. Can we use, do we have to use one or the other? Or mm-hmm. can we use a combination of both? Well, you can use a combination of both. So it's a really, it's a really good thing. It reminds me, like you said, it reminds me of the TFSA when it first started, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't realize at the time that it was a good thing to do. And now, in fact, TFSA sales are past RSP sales now. So wow. it took a while, but people are now getting into that. Yeah. So I think, you know, and, and, and you know, you can go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that there's, it seems so daunting to save for a new home, whether you're a young person or you're an older person who's not in the market, or maybe you've taken a sideline approach and you've come out of the market for a while. Even mm-hmm. if you've been out of the market for four calendar years, you're eligible to get into this account. Um, and that's something that right. I think is interesting because if you took a, you know, maybe you owned a home for a few years, maybe you moved around, you found yourself renting for 
four years or so. I know a lot of grown grown adults who uh, middle aged people who have decided to take a, a step out of the market, sit on the sidelines for a while. Um, you're, you're considered a first time home buyer again after four calendar years, and after you can get years, back into yeah. this account. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, and the FHSA combines actually the best of all worlds. It combines the best features of RSP, which is a tax deductible contribution, with the most attractive feature of the TFSA, which is a tax-free withdrawal, right? Um, so the investment income or growth income in the account when funds is used to buy a house. So you're actually you're actually saving yourself a lot of money and getting back a lot of taxes throughout the year. Some people ask, you know, how do what do I invest in there? Right. Like is it, a yeah. I said so many people with the TFSA initially thought savings account. Okay, so I just put cash there and it sits there and right. grows. Yeah. Right. And they didn't they didn't realize they can buy you know mutual funds, uh, ETFs, and whatever investments you want in there, which is which is what you should do. So so this is the same thing here as with other registered accounts. You can hold various kinds of investments in the FHSA. So that includes mutual funds, you know, ETFs, stocks, bonds, high interest accounts, and you know, GICs, whatever you, whatever you want to do to grow your money, whatever you think is best for you, um, what a risk level you want to take, you can do exactly the same thing inside the FHSA, right? Um, you know, what whatever you decide to put in might be different, um, or the type of investment might be different than your RSP. And potentially a TFSA because your time horizon might be less. So, for example, if you're young and you're going to buy a house in the next couple of years, well, maybe you don't want to buy a mutual fund or an ETF or whatever. You want to maybe buy like a high yield account to know that the money will be there when you need it, right? Um, that's interesting because it also gives you another opportunity to diversify where your investments are, right? So, because some people might need the money earlier than than others. And of course, you know, whenever you whenever you need to pull your money out, that's the day the market is going to drop. We already know that, <laughs> right? So <laughs> yeah. look at your time. Yeah, look at your time horizon and and uh, go from there. You you can actually put if you have money, you can put the eight thousand in every year. Um, and if you don't use it over those fifteen years, you can transfer the whole amount into a uh, into an RSP, you know, and and take advantage of that. So there's many ways you could use this. So, you know, so again, thanks to the power of compound growth, you could potentially grow quite a bit of your money using something like this, right? Um, so say, you know, say you would earn a 5% a year and put a contribute equals amount of, you know, $2,200 $2, every year for the life of the FSHA and max out your 8,000 contribution room in your final year. You, you would have almost 58,000 in that account. Now, now I know that sounds a lot now in, on when, I, when we're talking, but if you, if you call me or call your advisor and work it all out, you'll see it's a really good thing for people. So I equate this to the TFSA. It's pretty much the same type of deal. Yeah. It's so that in, I know you've talked before about TFSA as being a game changer in the way that people can invest their money. And, and so is this. Like I say, I think if you're a student and you're working part-time, I don't know if students work part-time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and you have some money saved up, you know, this, this will be the way for you to go because you're getting 
you're getting a contribution, a tax deferral or a tax savings today, and you don't have any penalties like you do with the um, with the RSP, and you go from there. So you sh people should really sit down and read about it or call your advisor and have a chat about it. Um, so you could have any type of investment vehicle inside the, F the FHSA and uh, grow your money. Again, be careful on how... Be careful when you need it. So your time horizon mm -hmm. is very, very important when you when you put your money into this. Yeah, so you likely have a much shorter time horizon than you would if you were talking about retirement, especially if you're opening it up when you're young, when you're a student. And, you know, we're talking about maxing it out, but you don't have to max it out. You, you know, you contribute what you can, and it can, and it's a way to help you save for your uh, for your down payment. You know, everyone listening should open one up. Anybody over 18 <laughs> should open one up. I'm telling you because you'll you'll regret it down the road. You'll say, man, I, I should have done that. You know, you know the should have, could have people? Yes. I'm one of them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I meet one in the mirror every morning. Uh, but, <laughs> like but, I said, the FHSA combines, you know, the both good things about RSPs and TFSAs, right? You get nice tax savings, you get to grow your money however way you choose to do it. Um, and and you, there's no penalties when you when you take it out and, and you don't have to pay it back. So, But you have so to one, be, yeah. you can't be a homeowner to use it, right? No. Because you, you need to not be in the market for the last four calendar years or, or more. Right, yeah. It's, it, you have to be a first-time buyer and that's, right. that's what it is. And you have to purchase the house in Canada. It can't be Right. Costa Rica or some way. You have to buy ah. here. I, I was I'm a first time home buyer in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> um but but that's interesting, you know, and it's another thing to encourage uh, you know, uh your young people in your life to do too, if you wanna uh, get get your kids interested in in uh, starting to save for their first time home. And, you know, so many parents help with a down payment. Right. Um, you know, encourage them to get into this and maybe uh, maybe that uh, little envelope that's on the Christmas tree will be <laughs> shoveled away into that into that fund down the road. Yeah, I you know we we don't really get too excited about things in the financial world except for the markets going up and down. But this is a a great vehicle for people to park their money and you know and, you know many factors going into buying a home right so why do you why do you may feel it's a priority now like today may not be as important down the road based on your lifestyle and goals so if you have a FACSA and you haven't found a home by the time the 15 year holding period is done it it doesn't disappear you still have it so it it forces you to save money uh, and you choose which way you want to go if you have first time buy. Now you have choices. Mm -hmm. Before you had to buy an RSP and hold it for the first 90 days. And then you, you buy the house, you take the money out. The paperwork is daunting. It's uh, too much stuff you need to know. And it's very complicated. Um, this one here seems to be, seems to be good. Um, of course, there's paperwork and stuff that goes along with it. But combine both if you can, right? Combine both the RSP and the uh, FHSA, and and you know you'll save quite a bit for down payments, right? So. Yeah, and you know with with the cost of housing the way it is, it may you may need that fifteen years in order to accumulate the down payment <laughs> that you want on, yeah. on a place. Um, but uh, you know even my my own 
first time home search, you know, we wound up in, in a condo, which is, I think, a lot of people's first time home search uh, nowadays within, within our listening audience. The, the most attainable piece of property you can get is a condo. But it took us a, like, I think we looked around for a year or two. Right. Um, yeah. But we'd also, both my wife and I had been contributing to our own RSP since we were 18 or right. whenever it was when we opened them. Right. And uh, if you know that you're going to eventually want to buy a home and you know that you're going to want to save money, why not put it into an FHSA? Yeah, do it Do it this way because uh, your money's not tied up like an RSP and, you know, but you still get the, you still get the contribution rule as an RSP. Um, and like you say, you might not buy the house this year or next year. But the beauty about opening it up now is you get that $8,000 room. And if you didn't use it up in 2023, you can carry it to 24. And if you don't use it then, because it's one of the challenges, I think, with all these, you know, home buyers plan and FHSA and RSPs and TFSAs is, you know, some people still don't have the money. It's expensive to live. Interest rates have gone up. Food has gone up. Gas has gone up. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Just open one up, put couple hundred bucks in, leave it alone and move on. Because because prices, you know, house prices will adjust themselves. Mm-hmm. Will they come back down to like, you know, 300000 I don't know. Um, but, the, you know, when you think of the million dollar condo last year or February of this year, it's down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I was reading a thing in the Toronto in one of the papers that said that if you bought a condo for a million dollars in February in Toronto, it's worth about I think it's nine hundred or something like that, or it went down. It went down. Yeah, I, get, I can tell you the guy who uh, uh, bought my condo two years ago has sold it right. since, and he lost yeah. money on it. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Mean, so, meanwhile, you know, it depends on where you are because houses, I think, are are, are still relatively high, but it bounces back and forth. Depends on how far out you are or where you are in the city. There's so much right. that comes to play. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe after the break, we'll talk about, you know, how things have changed. And uh, if you don't change, you know, you, you, you miss out on a lot of things, right? Yeah, and you got to adapt. And other people are going to be getting these FHSAs. And other people are going to be bidding on the same home that you are. And it would be nice if you had a down payment so you were secure in your offers when it comes time to buy a home. If you don't have a financial advisor or you'd like a second opinion, reach out to Kelvin, the money guy. Ask him about the FHSA, askkelvin.ca. That's the website, askkelvin.ca. And ask him about how you can combine your FHSA with your RRSP when it comes to your first-time home purchase. You can give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. A whole lot more of your life, your money, with Kelvin the Money Guy, continuing on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money, with Kelvin the Money Guy. I am Chris Creston. You can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L vin.ca and you can call them anytime at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN and uh, thank you so much for making us 
part of your Sunday. If you've never heard the show before, hey, we talk about that point where your life and your money intersect, the things that you're planning, the things that you're hoping for, the things that you're dreaming for intersect with your money and how to make sure that your money is working for you so that you can get the things that you want. You can do the things that you want to do and you don't have to stress about it. And for so many people, that is owning a home. And that's something that we've been talking about today. And there's a lot that goes into buying a home. There's a lot that you have to consider. Of course, there's location, location, location. And then there's also Mm -hmm. how much money do I have and how do I save for that down payment? (laughs) And I think a lot of people probably have some kids in their basement right now and they're thinking, hey, geez, you know, that's a nice new shiny video game chair you got there, son. Uh, Have you put any money aside for a down payment on a home? What's what's happening down there? Um, But there's a new tool out there and Kelvin's been telling us about it on how to save for the for your down payment for a first time home buyer and this is the FHSA and I think there was a lot of confusion about it when it first came out a lot of p- real estate experts didn't understand what it was and uh, Kelvin's been breaking it down for us so let's do a little refresher Kelvin for people who are just joining what is the FHSA yeah so so the FHSA started uh, this year in, in 2023 um what happened is the federal government tries finally trying to make it easier for people to accumulate money through you know savings and through tax savings. Um, so what they introduced was the tax-free first home savings account, FHSA. And what that does, uh, it's for Canadians between the age of 18 to 71 who do not own a home and have not owned a home in the past four calendar years. So you can contribute up to eight thousand to the FHSA to a maximum of forty thousand over the lifetime of the account, which is up to fifteen years. Right now, I, I have a feeling they might increase that eight thousand. You know, because I remember when the RSP, when the TFSA first started, the what they did with the limits, and they raised it really high, and they lowered it, and people got mad, so they started to raise it again. Um, so, so that might change. I don't know. The FH, the beauty about this FHSA, it combines uh, both elements of the RSPs, which is um, so it combines both the RSP and the TFSA. So, similar to RSPs and TFSAs, you can carry forward unused contribution room from the past. So that's why it's important to open one up this year. So you have the room so you can carry. You know, the remainder if you don't put the 8,000 in forward. So, FHSA contributions count in the calendar year that they're made, like a TFSA. In other words, uh, you need to pay into the account by December 31st to get a current year deduction. So, if you have money sitting around, um, some people do, some people don't, but if you have some sitting around, explore or put the money in there. Um, so what it should be noted that the contribution room accumulates slightly from you know TFSAs and RSPs. I don't mean to complicate it. It sounds <laughs> it sounds a bit complicated, <laughs> but it's very it's very easy. It's it's hard to you really need to pen to paper and see what it does. And I think it's for everyone. This is one product that they finally introduced that I think it's for everyone who do not own a home yet. Right. 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 And it's an opportunity to put aside some money. So whether it is, like you said, if you got some money and you want to dump a lump sum 
on there or whether you want to make some monthly contributions as you right. uh, find some money uh, left over after you've paid the bills to put into savings. Well, rather than stuffing it under your mattress, you can put it into an FH FHSA and use it as an investment vehicle in a number of different ways. You know, we were talking mm -hmm. about uh, using it for, for mutual funds or if you're, you know, looking at a little bit of a shorter time horizon, you want to guarantee your principal, then you might be looking at, you can use it for GIC, right? You can use right. it for so many other things if you want to exactly. try to save yeah. money and uh, look at buying a home sometime yeah. in the next 15 years or, or within that horizon, right? And, and or there's even lots more. Of things, well, there's lots of things you need to know when buying your first home, you know, regardless of your age, right? Because mm -hmm. when you buy this first house, I mean, there's a lot of things that we don't, we think about our down payment and sometimes we don't think about some of the extra things like, you know, hookup of internet and right. maybe things you want to buy for the house that you don't have. You know, it's a, it's exciting. It's an exciting time buying. It's like buying your car, your first car. It's really exciting, right? And it's fun. It could be fun for you, but you have to make sure... You do it in a meaningful way and use all the tools that are available to you to do it, right? Way yeah, back, and you want to way back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, way back when I started, back you know, thirty years ago, the only thing that we could buy was an RSP, mm -hmm. right, for mm -hmm. the regular guy. And then along the years came by, the thirty year came by, and people accumulated so much money in RSP that they think, "Oh my God, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't do that because now I got to pay it all back." So, so these kind of things have limits. Like this has a $40,000 limit. Like I said, it might raise it. So, so you can use it towards a house. And if you don't use it towards a house over 15 years, you can just roll it over into an RSP, a TFSA, something like that. So you're not losing the money. In fact, it gives you more options on what you can do. And I think that's what we, that's what we look for as a, as a first-time buyer of anything. What are the options available to me? Right. And seek out those things and, and get it done. And you'll be you'll be happy when you do it. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. When you think when you talk about all the extra costs when it comes to buying a home and everything else that you you might not think about, you know, you think about the cost of the house, but you know, you've also got your land transfer taxes when your first time home buyer uh, part of that gets waived. But uh, right. you've got legal fees. You've got um, you've got like you said, furniture. Maybe you want to paint the place. Um, maybe maybe it doesn't look quite the way that you want it to, and you 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 want to make a, a few changes to it. If you've saved some money on the the taxes, you've saved some money on your down payment. Then you find yourself in a position to have more options when you do get right. your foot in the door exactly. and you, you know hoist your partner over the threshold or whatever it is that you happen to do. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exciting. This is a great product, I think, for, for everyone that doesn't own a home, right? So maybe after the break, we'll chat about, again, you know, things you need to know when you're buying your first home, like I say, regardless of your age, right? Yeah, a whole lot more talking about those things. You know, if we we think of first-time homebuyers sometimes as being young, but I think that that's a little old-fashioned. A lot of people are first-time homebuyers, and they can be all different ages. Um, and we'll chat about the things that you should know when buying your first home as your life, your money continues. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website. It's askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N dot C A. Or you can give him a ring on the phone four one six. Four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan.
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. I am Chris Creston. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country and a great guy to bounce some ideas off of if you're looking to chat about your money in your life and the things that you want to do with your money in your life. That's why the show is called Your Life, Your Money. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N. You click on the schedule a call link and you can pick a time and date of your choosing when you can chat with Kelvin, the money guy, about your retirement, about your savings, about saving for your first home, about your kids saving for their first home. Or you can give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And there's so much that you have to take into account when you are buying your first home, you've got to think of figure out what you can afford. You've got to, you know, save for that down payment. That's what we're talking about with the uh, FHSA, right. and uh, you've got to know about all those other things like uh, your uh, the closing costs of the uh, land transfer taxes, your uh, your your property taxes insurance insurance yeah, right yeah insurance. So the insurance is another thing you got to make sure you're insured maybe there's a home inspection involved there's a lot to consider when you're buying your first home making sure that you've got down payment is a huge huge part of it and and i know that many people you know like first time homeowners may wonder if they'll ever be able to mm-hmm. uh, afford a home with all the talk and in the, in the news about all that kind of stuff i think if you're sensible about it and think about this FHSA. If you were to open up now and max out your contributions in the first five years of opening this FHSA, right? You know, that may help you build a larger down payment. So here's what I say. If you contribute 8000 into the account per year and you, you know, max out to 40000 within the five years, assuming the FHSA was also earning you 5%. So can you earn 5% on your investments? I think so. If you use a, a financial advisor and you do it properly, mm-hmm. um, you know, that account would grow to almost 76,000 at the end of 15 years. So instead of having, you know, 40,000, well, you've got almost doubled. What if you could earn a better return than five on that FHSA? Well, guess what? Now you're up to 80, maybe 90 grand of saving of money that you have. Because remember, Compound interest works really cool if you if you do it when you're young, mm-hmm. right? If they say compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, when you think about it, yeah, so it works well, well, in our, yeah, so you got you got to make sure that you so are it, you've got something. Compound interest would be your superpower uh, to hedge against inflation, right? Because as uh, inflation continues to grow and the cost of everything continues to grow having something having a compounding interest effect on your money is the you know the best way if not the only way to to get ahead of it yeah and and you know all the withdrawals from uh, the account are subject to tax if they're not used for anything other than a house okay mm-hmm. um the holders of these plans you know can transfer you know can transfer the funds from their FHSA to an RSP 
or even a RIF or a, like a RIF if you're older without incurring the tax. So it's very, very flexible. People really, people really listening really need to go and speak to your advisor about it or give us a quick call uh, or go on my website and, and, you know, we'll hook up there and have a chat about why you should do this. And if, and I, and I'm really stressing to open it up before December 31st so you can carry forward the room. It's a very powerful tool if you use it properly. That's what, that's what I could say. So, so it's got a, a whole bunch of features that you never lose, um, you know, and if you don't use it in 15 years, you can throw it into an RSP or a RIF or do something with it uh, without incurring any taxes. I so think it's really important to go that. back and and uh, and drive home that uh, December 31st deadline. So mm. your, 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 the room that you have to contribute carries over. So if you the earlier you start, the more room you're going to have every year. Right. Well, say for example, you put in a thousand bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then next year, twenty twenty four, you have your seven thousand plus your eight thousand. If you don't have any money saved up, that's that, that's okay as well. Put put mm -hmm. some in, and you don't and you can carry forward, carry forward, carry forward. And one day when you have a better job, one day when you get a raise, one day when you know something may happen good to you. Well, you can now, you can defer all that contribution room. You can defer the taxes and save yourself a pile of money. But yeah. you have to explore it and make sure that you do it. Otherwise, like I say, you're going to sit back down the road and go, oh, man, I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have done that. So they're trying. Yeah. So first time bias, you know, it's still like they're trying to make it easier for Canadians to use these tools to buy houses and help with the tax the with the tax savings. Again, if you're serious about buying a house, you really got to sit down and budget and say, okay, this is how much it is. Maybe you can't buy today. Maybe in about three years from now, maybe maybe prices will come down. I mean, everything everything is a full circle. Life is a full circle for what I see. So what goes up will come down, um, and it'll allow younger people to get into the housing markets. So everything has its cycle, and I think the cycles, in my opinion, anyways, um, will allow people in, in the next few years to get in. As mortgage rates renews, um, you know, and they don't renew at the one and two percent; they renew at four and five. It, you know, creates some problems. So I would say start saving your money now, uh, people. Right? Um, students heading back to school. This is a great option for you, right? To to buy houses. So um, again, the FHSA, explore that. Give me a call, uh, go to my website, and let's have a discussion about it before year end. And knowing that it costs a lot to buy a house, don't just shrug your shoulders and say, ah, it's not for me, I'll never be able to do it. There right. are options available for you, and the FHSA is just one of them. If you want to chat with Kelvin about your options, visit askkelvin.ca. Click on the schedule call link and pick a time and date of your choosing when you can chat with Kelvin about your your options when it comes to buying a home, when it comes to saving for retirement, when it comes to investing, period. That's askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca, and you can call him at 416 Four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven. Plan, Kelvin. Thanks again for making this a great Sunday morning, and thank everyone out there. Thank you, everyone out there, for making us part of your Sunday. Stay tuned to six forty Toronto.
The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.